How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. A three-run home run for Buckington. The Yankees now lead it by a score of 3-2. Bill Lee is now going over to a couple of the Yankees, and there they go again. Tech and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Masada's throw. Roberts, safe. What can I say? Just dip my heart and, and call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest former rival in sports. we got to rename the podcast. <laughs> Brian Shackman, John Senecal here. I mean, let's let's face it. Uh, it's You're excited. It's true, though. It is. It used to be the greatest rivalry in sports, and now it's like... It's like uh, a team that wants to win all the time and a team that doesn't know what they want to do. Well, it's bizarre, and I'll tell you why. Like, back, I don't even, you don't even remember, like, Lou Gorman, who was the GM of the Red Sox before the new ownership came came in in the new millennium. And I, what I wanted to say was, like, I, one of my friends was a lawyer for the Red Sox in the transition from the old ownership, the Yankees, to the John Henry and Tom Warner and all those folks. And I remember going in the office, and it was one wall was all manila folders of like paper files, like up to the technology was terrible. And it was like, it was, it was so, and it was just was kind of a joke. Yeah. Right. And then they come in and, you know, they hire incredible young talent. They get after it. They win four world series. And then this shift has happened and we can talk about what's behind it. And we'll talk about Devers in a second, but I've had people in Boston who've been in the media and in the business for more than those 25 years and said that it feels worse than before the owners were there. And wow. when I when I feel when I hear that, that's messed up. Yeah. It's it's just I mean that's when the I mean even when the Red Sox 86 was sort of like kind was kind of an anomaly. I mean they they were a very very average franchise in general and now they're not even average, and and so I I just before I get to Devers, like what does it look like? Because I listen to Boston sports radio a ton, so I glean a ton of stuff from both my perspective and living here in Connecticut, friends across the country, but also I very much have a sense of how people feel in Boston. How do you view it? Well, I mean, as a Yankee fan, I I like the viewing because it, it it's. But do you though? Wouldn't you like to have some? Well, I love I love the, to I it. like the fact that you know there's there's a could be a good rivalry like the history of the team, right? That that that's great because then you know you're like it's always going to be a good game. But in the same time, it's like you the, the division has become so damn competitive that you 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 don't mind having a team that you don't think on paper is competitive, right? And regardless of what happens in the season coming up, right? If you're another team, it'd be nice to walk in there looking at like the team's going to roll over, right? And you'd be able to walk right through the the series. 
Um, but yeah, there's something to be said about the the rivalry. But how do you look at the situation? Like when you well, look, I look at, the... at it as a team that I mean, how many other teams have won four World Series in the last twenty years? And None. all of a sudden they're a joke. They're literally like the joke. But that, of Major that's League what Baseball I'm asking. Are, they, the are they like from your vantage point? Are they a joke? Yes, yes, because they're not, they did nothing to improve that team. What did they do to improve the Red Sox? They traded their one pitcher that anybody really cares about, even though he wasn't really that great. But they traded him to a team that's that's a that's a contender that he's going to be in the headlines regardless. And then they have a, a marquee player who's coming out and just basically saying, "Why haven't you done what everybody wants you to do and everybody knows you have to do?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're they're twenty million dollars under last and year's payroll. They can payroll. say all they want about like there's nothing out there, but there is every there's there's two great pitchers out there. Well, you have Jordan Montgomery, it. whose wife work you know is in Boston, and I'm sure that that offering the, the 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 availability is there, and the 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 contract is down. Like if the Red Sox are looking to 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 spend a ton of money over a long term deal, I don't think they need to do that. They could probably get these guys for three year contracts without clauses. Get creative, figure it out. I mean, I'd love to see the Yankees get creative and grab Snell or Montgomery. But why? Okay, I, I want to ask you, not here, about why those guys aren't signed by somebody else, though. But you know, Rafael Devers, if people didn't know, you know, he was very sort of as direct as he's ever been. Maybe he feels protected by the long-term contract. Maybe he feels uh, protected by his status as an All-Star. Uh, maybe he felt a little protected by the language barrier. But he, he he basically said, you know, everyone knows the Red Sox needed to do more and didn't. And he said, we want to win, and we don't understand it. And, it, and he basically implied it needs to change. And the, the, the talk of the town uh, since then has been that the translator kind of protected him a little bit in the sense that it, it actually was a little was, bit was stronger. Harsher. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm wondering why, like you said, he's he, he should be talking out. Like He shouldn't have to be worried about, about what the Red Sox I think about I welcomed it. I, I, I think it's you're right. I mean, he should be able to be honest about it. the Red Sox should it. expect it. I mean, honestly, the Red Sox should expect for him to be talking out. He is the one thing they can hang their hat on. I mean, yeah, you got uh, uh, Yamamoto, but it's like, not Yamamoto, uh, yeah, Yoshida. Yoshida. Yoshida, but still, it's like, that's your guy. You signed him to a long-term deal. That's who you're invested in. And if you don't want him to start demanding a trade in, at the end of, at the middle of the season, which, who knows, they could probably totally trade him if they're going to go the route they are. But still, it's like, I would expect Raphael Devers to be pissed. See, I wouldn't be. I, I guess, I don't know. He's a hard read because he doesn't communicate you know, a lot. I mean, his press conference was live, right? I mean, obviously, somebody somebody that speaks Spanish knows what he no, said. No, but I guess you know he's never delved in in this way. Like if Bogarts did it, you know, you know he was a leader. Like people have really wondered whether Devers just a good player. Role, right? Like even though he's a big contract guy, doesn't mean he's a leader or he's going to be vocal because he's never been that way in the past. So, in 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 my from my perspective, it was surprising because I didn't think he would. I don't think he. I didn't think he'd editorialize. I didn't think he'd come out with an opinion. Maybe and, that's why they got rid of Verdugo because they knew he'd be the one that'd be yapping. Well, it turns out they. It sounds like Verdugo wasn't great in the clubhouse, you know, and, and the fans loved him, but maybe he wasn't. I just such, don't such get a great it, thing. dude. I really don't. I well, don't here's the thing: it. is so we we've talked about this before, like whether they're stripping it down to sell it or what. I don't. I don't know what it is either. But the thing that's different. I think the fact that I was so surprised that Devers spoke out against it shows you that he felt he had some cover to do it. And 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 that's what I wonder now if there's real organizational tension over what's happening cuz the to be honest if they if they sign Snell and and Montgomery, if they sign Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery, that would be a significant shift that would be meaningful. But if they sign just one of them, it doesn't make the team any better. So like it doesn't it doesn't make sense for them to do it unless he gets a real bargain, like yeah. a three year deal with a one year club out. 
You know what I mean? Give them one year, twenty. They're twenty million under last year's payroll. I mean, that's insane. You can't find me a team that's got spending less money than they did the year before. Right. That has the money to do it, too. So I, one player's not going to change the the formula for the Red Sox season. It's just not. Jordan Montgomery's not going to make them a contender. But it's what it's what they need, regardless if it's Montgomery or Snell or how or Bauer or whoever. You know, I mean, there's it's very. Thin They're not signing Bauer, right? But it's very thin what's out there, right? Like it's it's thin. Like if you're like you said, you can't. You're not. Gonna, you don't think they're going to win with one of them? Like. It, in any two of them, they're going to need to get really creative if they're not going to get either of them, right? But they need to do something. Like, if your star player is calling you out at this stage of the game and you still have guys available and you have time to make that happen before the season, they got to do something. If I don't think not, so. Then, then, what, then it's the wrong message to their star player, their players, their organization, and their fans. It's yeah, just the wrong but, message. But, but that damage is already, I guess my point is that that message is already received well, and the damage is all done. bridges then. Now they burned Devers Bridge. They've burned them all up to him, and now they've burned their best players' bridge. So uh, you know, so they'll trade him to the Yankees in in, in July. If they got rid of Devers, which I don't think they use will, a third baseman. Who's there now? DJ, but he's always got that toe. Yeah, Lemayhew, I like. Although I do want to talk about Judge for a second because he said something that was really interesting to me. But I, I guess I again, I don't think that signing one of these guys does anything that sends a, a more positive message, and they don't want to spend twenty five million a year just to, you know make things seem a little better. Well, you know, so I don't gonna, know that they would buckle under it. and Then they'll just hope it goes away. I think they're hoping that they get lucky and and like guys like Casas play out, out of their heads. They still need the pitching, though. I mean, they just need the pitching. It's, I mean, everybody needs pitching, and they just don't have it. They don't have it. Unless these guys just go so above the, so above the yeah, line. Yeah, I mean, Whitlock has the potential to be great. But, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. I just don't know what the purpose is. I don't understand why... When it's so obvious the fan base is so down, they're so irrelevant right now. They've never been this. Yeah, I mean, it's a me. It it's so dramatic it really to me sucks. how irrelevant the franchise is, and and I and I'm not going to be. It's funny the- you you said after off the top of the podcast because I was talking to someone from New York the other day that has some affiliation with MLB Network, and I told him about our podcast. And he goes, "Oh man, you should probably change the name of that." Yeah, <laughs> right. I was like, well, it's kind of morphed into more than just the Yankees, Red Sox, right. but it's, it's still at the same time. It's like, come on, get in the, get with the program, Boston. Let's they go. compete. I know he's John Seneca. I'm Brian Shackman. It's the 142nd edition of Fanbase, uh, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. But you know, let's move on to some other things. Uh, you know, we'll talk about spring training a little bit, and we'll we'll tick through spring training, and then we want to talk about the uniforms with fanatics. Aaron Judge comes out and says he'll always have to sort of deal with the toe. And I, when he said that, I was, I was stunned. Yeah, I mean, I think. In, listen, Aaron Judge is thirty-two years old. But if it, it's almost like the thorn in the lion's paw or whatever, it's like it's like amazing to me that this toe injury might Nag be the him. thing that or derails his greatness. Yeah, well, I mean, it, he's a big dude. He has a lot of weight to support, and he's got a big frame, and he's his age. I mean, if it's something that he never got fixed, fixed, right? He never got surgery or anything on it. He just had it heal on itself. I would imagine that it's going to bother him. I mean, maybe they have to do some scar tissue. I'm not obviously up to Do the, we know what the heck it was? I think he just like broke his toe. Like a ligament. He tore a ligament in his toe or whatever. Yeah. But it's like it was his planting, uh, his rear foot, right? His right foot. And he had to push off it. So, I mean, it is what it is, dude. It is. You can't just say that. I mean, this could be something that really, really well, I think if they hinders needed, him I think forever. if they needed to do surgery on it to fix it, they would have done it. So, they, I think, you know, they, they've done their due diligence, and they probably are 
I'm sure they've done a lot more thinking about it than. But when it the right, man. of course. But when he comes out and says this is something I'm going to be dealing with, I just think it's something to talk about. Really? I mean, someone probably asked him the question. I, I think you're underplaying it. I think someone asked him the question because they need to ask him something. Because I mean, we're, really, what are they talking about at Yankees camp right now, other than Soto? I don't know. I mean, we got to talk about something. Nobody's hurt. There's no controversy. There's nothing going on. So they're going to ask him something. So oh, how's it toe? Ah, it's something I have to deal with for the rest of my life. Well, yeah. I had I had I had thumb surgery. That's all, something I'm gonna have to deal with the rest of my life. I was thirty something when I did it. I didn't see the clip, so I don't know the context, so I can't judge yeah, that. I don't either. That's but that's my <laughs> but that's my take. Right. I mean that's you better but that locker that room, dude. They ask stupid so, questions. So my my here's uh, my, he's judge, my he's talking. My, Let's my, ask him about I, his toe. My impression is, you know, listen, the toe, it's something I I might have to deal with my whole career. We just went from Raphael Devers banging his organization. To talking about some bullshit question about Aaron Judge's toe. I don't know if it's such a BS <laughs> question. I mean, what if this is a problem for him forever? I hope I. Hope I, I, I can't believe you're so flippant about I it. I hope you, in some case, that like I get to eat crow on this. But I just think it's a joke that we're talking about his toe. Okay. We're talking about toes. We're talking about uh, practice. <laughs> Come on. All right. Man. I hope you're right for your sake because when somebody says something like that, I think it's a. A front for a possible I mean, first problem. of all, you kind of blindsided me with this toe thing because I think I would have like I would have been up on it if it was a big deal. All I'm picturing is some like like busted reporter in there that's like either like some rook in there or just somebody that's just like oh we gotta get something out of something out of something. And I asked him about his toe and he was just like yeah I deal with the rest of my life. I mean it speaks to our professionalism that we read the I read the I read the quotation but <laughs> didn't didn't hear the soundbite. <laughs> Listen let's let's well, go to that's part of the hill that's part I, of the process. I, I, I think that maybe it was AI generated. I think we should put you know put a little what do they call it, a marker here because it might end up being something you right, regret we'll being to, so we'll, casual about. Spoken in the truer. We'll have to circle back. So let's go back to Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery because I don't really understand like there's no other teams that want to sign these guys. You got a lefty who's like all star caliber when he's at his best, and you know yeah. Snell is. I know he's got some some wear on the tires, but they'll blame it all on an agent right now, right? They'll blame it on the it, Boris. are they both Boris? They're all Boris. Everyone that's like basically remaining: Belly, Snell, Montgomery. Um, I don't know if JD Martinez is, um, but the, all the big names left are all Boris clients, and that's what they'll say. I mean, um, these guys are going to have a job somewhere, but listen. Games start today as we speak. There's games starting today. Thursday. You always do this. I'm sorry. Thursday. Thursday. Game start. Um, and we're literally a month away from the start of the season. Yeah. I mean, to me, like, in terms of getting ready, it's a problem because there aren't, the track record of people reporting late and doing well in the season isn't great. I mean, I mean it's already, in my opinion, it's already a problem for them. Yeah. It's going to go down. They're obviously, the, the length of contract, regardless of what Scott Boris who he is. He's not going to get these guys a six- or seven-year deal unless it's with some team that's very desperate. But obviously if they're desperate, you know, the only thing, the players are, the only players, I mean, the teams that are in the running here, they're waiting for the price to just keep going down. Yeah. And that's all they're doing. That's why I'm surprised it hasn't turned into what, like, Bauer got with the Dodgers going into his contract with them, which was basically an out clause every year at, like, $30 million a year. Right. Right. I'm surprised it hasn't turned into that because I, if I was a player, I would – come on. You're going to make $30 million, I mean, uh, that season and be able to walk the next year or stick around and make another $30 million? I mean, if, you, if you're getting that deal, why wouldn't you take it at this stage of the game? You don't have a job. I totally agree. I, I can't believe J.D. Martinez doesn't have a job. Yeah, I am shocked. A, 
but that dude can hit. Why isn't like Cincinnati Reds got him? He could replace Joey Votto well, in that's that the clubhouse. Problem. The, yes, but the thing, well, he couldn't replace Joey. Well, Votto yeah, but in that you know clubhouse. what I mean. But he would be replaced by more at bat. He's a veteran presence. Who'd oh be, man, you stick him on that team. That team is scary. But obviously, they it's a price that they can or won't pay, right? So it's 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 pretty easy that that there's maybe five or six teams. The Reds are a great example that maybe. Or even like the Orioles or something like you know yeah. who who really could use him, but he's five or well, six million I mean, over the, their budget. The Orioles, I mean, Kyle Bradish is having issues. We know John Means isn't going to start the season. I can't believe right? that. I, I, so listen, there's issues with this guy. Like, this well, is, I mean, he missed again. the entire year. Listen, I saw him on opening day two years ago, and he totally handcuffed. So the why socks. aren't they? Why aren't they pursuing these guys? I don't know because I think the window, as young as they are, they got a new owner with some some appetite. If I if I were the Orioles, to be honest with you, I would just I would put everything on the table. Yeah, I mean they they technically don't have the new owner yet, but I'm sure there's going to be backdoor deals worked out to get these guys in the clubhouse. Yeah, of I course. I mean Jesus, Baltimore, figure it out. I mean those guys would be great there with the longer porch and left field. I mean I would I would be going all in on Montgomery. I mean Snell is just a big question mark with his walks and everything. You can say whatever you want. You know, good year, two years, bad year next year, blah blah blah. He's won two Cy Youngs. You don't go out and win two Cy Youngs and not know how to pitch. I mean, that's just how it is. You take the good, you take the bad, right, with him. But Montgomery, I would say, is going to be more reliable, like, day in and day out. And he would fit perfect there. But I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Maybe, the, maybe they're all going to just wait literally until the last second. And... The longer you wait, the, the, the worse it is for the player. And the, the, the crack in the armor will be if one of these guys bails on Boris. Or, and you need you to know, get them in the clubhouse. I mean, let's be honest. You need to get those guys in your clubhouse. If you want to start building a championship team, they got to be in the clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. And then and they got to be ready to go. They can't be like, oh, well, he's going to start extended spring training. Right. He's going to start down there and be ready May first yeah. or end of April. Watch, that doesn't. The podcast will drop and 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 they'll sign. A of half course, hour they later. just say <laughs> <laughs> Montgomery, Snell, Martinez. Everyone just signed. And <laughs> he's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. This is Fan Base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. You know, I didn't do a deep dive into the uniforms. Uh, I know that the players aren't happy. I know Fanatics is is the supplier, and what I, the only the only thing I have to say about it is, I I don't understand the Fanatics guys. They're they're billionaires now, and they're into sports betting. Everything they own teams, right? I mean, yeah. isn't the owner? Well, they've been supplying the jerseys since 2017. It's not so much the supplier; it's the new the new jersey. And the new the new way of the jersey. Well, first of all, I want you to get into detail. That all I'll say is that the few times I've ordered from Fanatics, yeah. it's been crap. Yeah, like the product's been crap and the service has been crap. Oh, so, even with this handling fee, not like free shipping, but you always get some fee. The yeah, service and, and the, fee and the, the shirts hand- have not been like as good as they should. No, be. And, right. and so I'm wondering. Now, are you talking like jersey stuff or like the Fanatics branded stuff? Like if you got like a Red Sox hoodie and it was Fanatics branded instead of like a Nike brand or I a, think it was Fanatics. Yeah, yeah. and I agree 100. percent I I stopped after the, like the first year that came out with the Fanatics brand. I gave up on that. It's terrible. It sucked. So what is the deal with the jerseys? They're made of a material that's really scratchy. So it's a, no, it's a new it's a new jersey. I believe it's like the the Nike Vapor Premier, like Elite or something like that. So it's a whole new. It's like dessert. wicking, is it like? Yeah, it's like a it's a breathable wicking, but there's no more stitched on like logos. There's no more stitched on names. It's all just ironed on stuff. Oh, so it looks cheap. So basically, I think what they're selling it as is like a more you know aerodynamic, Modern, not as heavy, right. no stitching, that kind of like you know. So sweat, what's the what's sweat. the problem then? Well, the problem is, is they they they're like ripping. You can see through the pants. Uh, they they look low rent. I mean, the players. One player said it looked like he got it off a rack at TJ Maxx. 
It's from the Orioles. That's what we do. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. right. that's what we just got done saying, right? Like yeah. we just got done talking about it. Like how it's just, I mean, what are you going to say about something when a pl- like an actual player comes out and says it looks like it came mm. off a of racket, TJ Maxx? And these things are going for like $450 a piece. Now, what's going to happen when they when they like these they heat the heat press these names and the like the logos like the team logos on the front? Some guy's going to go head first into second base, and the Orioles is going to sh- slide off the front. It's going to be a rainy day. You make a chest catch in center field, right? And the O is off, and you come up to bat, and the Otani is the o is off Otani's name in the back. I just don't. Listen. What, what are they going to do? Are they so, going to so redo the, them all? <laughs> So Rob Manfred came out and was basically said, you know, we went with a premier supplier with Nike, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, Tony Clark and the Players Union came out and was, was basically saying, oh, no, there's a learning process. Hopefully they'll get used to it or they'll figure it out before opening day. But listen, come on. It's low rent. Let's be honest. It's low rent. First of all, if you're going to fit premier athletes in this stuff, right, and put them on the field and hope it all works out, not – when you guys are, when when you got cameras that are literally you got a fingernail going into second base and they could tell the difference. Right. When that stuff starts falling apart and it's in the dugout or it's getting ripped or it's falling off in the back or it just looks so low rent, they're going to be showing it. I can't wait. They're going to be showing it. And the other thing is, is you're going to charge a fan four hundred and fifty dollars for that piece of crap. If you got players saying it sucks and then you're going to turn it into the fans, it's not a good look for Major League Baseball or Fanatics or Nike in general. Maybe this is my cynicism about this. I'm going opening day, right? And then I'm going double A. You caved? Yeah. But I didn't get it in our section. I got in the bleachers. I'm going opening day. And then outside of like StubHub $8 seats when I can take the boys. Right. I'm going double A yard goats all summer long. Yeah. And I'm not going to have a regret in the world. The best thing about the yard goats is you get to see these players. By the way, they're the double A affiliate of the Colorado Rockies and Hartford, Connecticut. But they play good teams. They play Yankee minor leagues. They play the Boston minor leagues. They play the Mets minor leagues. They play the Blue Jays, I believe, minor leagues. So it's a lot of the AL East. But they they get some great talent that comes. Well, they have like six or eight guys that are on the Rocky roster right now, and it's usually a quick a quick flip. Yeah, they was spinning within the last two to three years. It's a quick flip, so it's good baseball. It's a great stadium. It looks great. It looks like you're in a major league park without an upper deck. I mean, when you think about it, and the management are uh, really and it's Hartford, baby. Yeah, Hartford has it. It's hard. It's it might be all Hartford has. And I'm a cheerleader I just did some trademark infringement from like 1995. Was, saying that was their catchphrase? Hartford has it. Yeah. Remember was New that? England's Rising Star? Oh, of course. Are we still New England's Rising Star? I don't think so. No. I do a lot of stuff with the Greater Hartford Alliance, and they don't say that anymore. They don't say that anymore. <laughs> so someone just, someone just freaked out over that. We'll talk to you next time on Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. 
in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.